Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. The breaking news. The Supreme Court agrees to decide if Donald Trump is immune from prosecution on charges of trying to overturn the 2020 election. We've never been here before. We've never had a president who was criminally charged. Tonight, the context. Could it mean Donald Trump will need to spend weeks in a courtroom instead of out on the campaign trail in the heat of the 2024 election? This trial requires a lot of real estate. It will consume everything in its path. The CBS Evening News starts now. I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us. We want to begin tonight with that major news from the U.S. Supreme Court. The justices agreeing to consider whether Donald Trump must stand trial over charges he plotted to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The former president has claimed that he's entitled to absolute immunity because he was president at the time. Well, a lower court has rejected that. And today we learned that the highest court in the land, acknowledging the historic importance of this case, We'll hear arguments the week of April 22nd. That's a little less than two months from now. And this sets the stage for a landmark ruling on presidential power. And just to give you some context, that week that the court will hear these arguments, Donald Trump is expected to be sitting in a New York City courtroom for the criminal trial related to his alleged hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels. CBS's Scott McFarland joins us now, and he's covered January 6th closer than anybody. Scott, this is a significant development. Yeah, Nora, today's decision means we could expect a blockbuster ruling by this summer, a ruling that could upend the 2024 election. The Supreme Court set the stage for landmark arguments in two months. Its order tonight says it will hear arguments the week of April 22nd into whether, and if so, to what extent does a former president enjoy presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for conduct alleged to involve official acts, 
during his tenure in office. We've never been here before. We've never had a president who was criminally charged. And they're answering, excuse me, they're asking a fairly straightforward question. Does a president enjoy absolute immunity from criminal prosecution based on official acts? The decision delays indefinitely the trial involving Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. With a Supreme Court decision not expected until May or June, it could endanger chances to hold the trial here in Washington before the 2024 election. As a president, you have to have immunity. Trump faces four felony charges, including conspiracy and obstruction for allegedly plotting a scheme to defy voters and hold on to power. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. And special counsel Jack Smith has argued Trump used the riotous attack on the Capitol by his supporters as a further tool to do so. The central cause of January 6th was one man, Donald Trump. None of this would have happened without him. His appeal claims he's immune from prosecution because the alleged acts were official acts he took while president. It was rejected promptly by Judge Tanya Chutkin, who said presidents don't have get-out-of-jail-free cards. Then it was rejected again this month by a Washington, D.C. appeals court. Though it was rejected, the argument has succeeded in delaying this trial. The arguments at the Supreme Court set for the week of April 22nd, that's the week we projected jury deliberations in a Trump D.C. trial. Nora, no comment from special counsel Jack Smith tonight. All right, Scott McFarland, thank you. Want to bring in CBS News chief legal correspondent Jan Crawford and CBS News chief election campaign correspondent Robert Costa. All right, Jan, what's behind the court's decision to take this case? I think they had to take this case. I mean, even under Supreme Court rules, when you've got an issue this tremendously significant under the Constitution that's never been decided, which this case is, that's the kind of case you want the Supreme Court to have the final say. And they've set a timeline that means they could have a decision by the end of June, which is what Jack Smith had asked for. So, you know, this is all part of them trying to decide this and get it done quickly. But I also want to point out that just because they've taken it doesn't mean that they disagree uh, with the lower court's ruling that was against Trump. Uh, they're going to take a look at this, and I think they may be very skeptical of Trump's sweeping arguments that he's absolutely immune from prosecution. And if they say that he's not immune from prosecution, could there be a trial in the middle of a presidential election? If it will fit with the trial judge's calendar and the Justice Department believes it's appropriate to try a presidential candidate that close to the election. But based on this timeline that we got today, it could be possible. It could mean a trial here in D.C. in the heat of the presidential election. And, Robert, I have to ask you about Trump's money troubles, because today we learned that an appellate judge said the former president must pay nearly half a billion dollars in that New York fraud case. Can he afford it? Nora, Trump's lawyers warned today that if he's going to pay that fine, he might need to sell some of those marquee properties that he has talked about for decades, potentially putting the future of 40 Wall Street and Trump Tower on the line. All of this comes as he's facing so many mounting legal problems, not just here in Washington with the Supreme Court or the looming trials on January 6th in classified records, but in late March, a criminal trial starts in New York. We need a scorecard to keep track of all of these trials. Robert Costa, Jen Crawford, thank you. The other big story that will reshape the political landscape right here in Washington, Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell announcing today that he will step down from his role as party leader after nearly 20 years. CBS's Nicole Killian has reaction from Capitol Hill. I love the Senate. It's been my life. 
An emotional Mitch McConnell took to the well of the Senate Wednesday in a surprise speech. I know the politics within my party at this particular moment in time. I have many faults. Misunderstanding politics is not one of them. The 82-year-old Republican leader said the decision came after careful deliberation. It follows a series of health challenges, including two episodes last year where he seemingly froze in public. Okay, Mitch. Elected in 1984, McConnell is the longest-serving Senate leader in U.S. history. Rising quickly through the ranks, he was instrumental in reshaping the Supreme Court by helping to confirm three conservative justices during the Trump administration. He's probably been the most consequential Republican senator, if not senator, of the last quarter century in terms of his impact on American politics. Probably the most lasting political move he's made as leader, changing the Supreme Court. And as a result, we reverse Roe versus Wade. Now we live in the Dobbs era and we see the chaos that's created. But his relationship with former President Donald Trump eventually became strained after McConnell condemned his actions on January 6th during the impeachment trial. And more recently, he was challenged by members of his own conference and split with some over issues like the border and funding for Ukraine. And Nicole Killian joins us now from the Hill. I know there was so much attention there on Leader McConnell, but I understand there's been some developments about averting a government shutdown, but it's just moving the goalpost, right? Well, tonight, Nora, all four congressional leaders have agreed to a funding deal that would prevent a partial government shutdown this coming Friday. It would extend funding for some federal agencies through March 8th and others through March 22nd. The hope is by then that Congress can approve bills to fund the entire government through the rest of the fiscal year. Nora? Kicking the can down the road. Nicole Killian, thank you. And we are learning new details tonight from President Biden's annual physical. The commander-in-chief's doctor says the 81-year-old is, quote, fit for duty. The report said the oldest president to hold office is healthy, active, robust, and occasionally coughs due to acid reflux. It said his stiffened gait was the result of arthritis, a previously broken foot, and neuropathy in his feet. Dr. Kevin O'Connor at Walter Reed noted the president still uses a CPAP machine to help with his sleep apnea, and he identified no new concerns. Turning now to those fast-moving Texas wildfires that are burning a path of destruction larger than the state of Rhode Island. The Texas governor today declared a disaster declaration in 60 counties, with one of the fires now the second largest in state history. CBS's Dave Malkoff is in the Texas panhandle, where the flames are being fueled by strong winds and dry conditions. Multiple spots, Alan, multiple spots. We can't hold it. Firefighters in the Texas panhandle racing through miles of flames, struggling to get them under control. The Smokehouse Creek fire is the largest. It started on Monday in Hutchinson County and has already burned more than 850,000 acres. That is bigger than the state of Rhode Island. It was absolutely unreal. Dozens of homes and businesses have been destroyed, forcing residents to leave everything behind. Before Teresa Rankin got away, she watched as her home of 38 years went up in flames. My son, I was FaceTiming him. He's in the service. And uh, he said, Mom, leave. As fast-moving flames quickly spread over dry grassland, cattle ranchers near Sinton, Texas, released livestock to escape the flames. North of Amarillo, operators at a nuclear weapons facility 
were forced to temporarily pause operations. We have evacuated our personnel, non-essential personnel, from the site, just in abundance of caution. Today, schools in the area were closed and residents who didn't get out in time are being told to shelter in place. We asked them to leave because it's a very dangerous situation. The fires have jumped into western Oklahoma, where more than 30,000 acres have burned. Homeowner Trace Rankin will rebuild. You, know, you got a choice. You can either get bitter or get better. I'm getting better. Here in Teresa Rankin's house, this is 38 years of memories just reduced to ash. There is a bit of good news here. We do have only one injury in all of this. That was a minor injury with a first responder. The wind is dying down and the rain, Nora, is on the way. Mm, sending prayers to all the good people in the Lone Star State. Dave Melkoff, thank you. Well, tonight, state lawmakers in Alabama have introduced several bills that would protect fertility clinics from civil and criminal penalties following the state's controversial Supreme Court ruling that gives embryos the same rights as children. CBS' Janet Chamlin reports families, doctors, and IVF advocates rallied today outside the state house to pressure lawmakers to act. For us, this is deeply personal. Anxiety in Alabama. Doctors and patients pleading for legislation protecting IVF providers from civil and criminal prosecution following the state's Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are children. People telling their story is the most important thing that we can do. It was hard. Uh Stories from patients like Sarah Houston, who had her uterus removed after a diagnosis of cervical cancer. Survives two best friends. Wanting another child, she endured the painful and expensive IVF process. An embryo was to be transferred to a surrogate in March. Now it's all on hold. It's heartbreaking to feel like it was that close. And then now to kind of feel like maybe we're even back at the beginning. I warned that red states would come for IVF. And now they have. Beyond Alabama, in Washington today, Senator Tammy Duckworth, who used IVF to have both her children, introduced a bill to protect the procedure nationwide. But it was blocked by a Republican. Legal experts caution even state laws might not be enough. There's a possibility that whatever the legislature does will be challenged as violating the rights of fetal persons. At least 16 states have proposed personhood bills that could impact access to IVF treatments. Florida lawmakers postponing their legislation just this week amid concerns it could impact the procedure. Do you need a bowl to put those in? Houston is holding on to hope for another child amid her cancer struggle. Vi and Henry give her infinite joy. They're awesome. <laughs> and being a mom is awesome. What if you can't have that opportunity again? It would be devastating. Um, obviously, an embryo transfer doesn't mean that it's a guarantee that you'll end up with the baby. Um, but without that, there's no hope of us having a baby. Alabama's Republican Governor Kay Ivey says she supports legislation that protects IVF and will sign it once it's on her desk. Nora? Janet Chamlian, thank you so much. Hunter Biden and Madam Capitol Hill today sitting down for a seven-hour closed-door deposition for House Republicans' impeachment inquiry into his father. The president's son called the inquiry into his family's business dealings a house of cards built on lies. House Republicans accused the Bidens of influence peddling, making millions off clients in Ukraine, China, and other foreign countries. A key witness, Alexander Smirnov, was arrested earlier this month for allegedly lying to the FBI, falsely claiming that the Bidens had taken millions of dollars in bribes. 
now to our year and a half long investigation into how private equity investors are siphoning millions of dollars away from community hospitals. Now the Senate is looking into what we found. CBS News chief medical correspondent Dr. John LaPook traveled to Massachusetts, where one company's efforts to squeeze out profits has left a health care system reeling. This was the moment last October when Nabil Huck and Sanjita Rashid first held their new daughter at Boston's St. Elizabeth's Medical Center. I, I wasn't expecting it to be this uh, blissful. That bliss was short-lived. Sanjita experienced cascading complications from delivery, including bleeding from her liver. Doctors told Nabil they wanted to insert what's called an embolization coil to plug the bleeding. When St. Elizabeth's didn't have the coil, she was transferred to a second hospital. She had another cardiac arrest and uh, they couldn't revive her. It was shocking, you know. Um, I said, well, what exactly happened? What exactly happened, including why Sanjita died, is now the subject of a state investigation. The hospital is one of dozens across the U.S. acquired over the past 15 years with backing from private equity investors by a company called Steward Healthcare. Last year, our CBS News investigation found a trail of unpaid bills at steward hospitals around the country, leading to a shortage of potentially life-saving supplies. These supplies, we don't have them. So why don't we have them? Because they're not paying the vendor, because they're in financial crisis. St. Elizabeth's own medical staff filed this complaint with the state's health department, saying the manufacturer repossessed the coil weeks before Sanjita's death because Stewart hadn't paid its bills. It's outrageous. It's unacceptable. Why outrage? Because the supplies weren't available that could have saved her life. In December, Stewart announced it was closing one of its Massachusetts hospitals. The company blamed its financial woes on the pandemic and lower reimbursement rates from Medicare and Medicaid. Do you buy that explanation? I think that's hogwash. Maura Healy is the governor of Massachusetts. They've taken money away from these assets, which are so important, hospitals that provide needed care, and they're using that money to line their own pockets. Financial records show in early 2021, Stewart's owners paid themselves millions in dividends. Around the same time, Stewart CEO Ralph De La Torre acquired this 190-foot yacht. Its price tag? An estimated $40 million. He declined an interview. I'm disgusted. It's greed. Nabil says he's trying to focus on the small milestones in his daughter's life instead of wondering whether Sanjita would still be here if the couple didn't deliver at a steward hospital. It's just um, still surreal that uh, she's not here. In a statement to CBS News, Steward Healthcare said it is receiving a cash infusion that will, among other things, allow it to address vendor obligations. The company also said privacy law prevented it from commenting on Sanjita's death. Governor Healy told me, quote, the sooner Stewart is out of our state, the better. Nora? An important investigation. Dr. LaPook, thank you so much. Tornadoes tear a path of destruction across the Midwest. We'll tell you where the dangerous weather is headed next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. 
FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. A rare outbreak of February tornadoes swept through the Midwest overnight. Homes and businesses were damaged, trees knocked down, and power cut off in parts of Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan. No injuries were reported. Tonight, dangerous weather is blowing into the east with wind alerts stretching from the south all the way through New England. Comedian Larry David pays a heartfelt tribute to his Curb Your Enthusiasm co-star Richard Lewis. That's next. Sad news tonight from Hollywood. Comedian Richard Lewis has died from a heart attack less than two weeks after appearing in a new episode of HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm. Lewis announced last spring that he'd been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and was retiring from stand-up comedy. In a statement, Larry David said Lewis was like a brother, adding he had that rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest. Richard Lewis was 76. Heart of America is next. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Finally, tonight's Heart of America, meet two teenagers who know a thing or two about real girl power. For the second straight year, Florida high school seniors Nicole Camano and Ariana Durham won two gold medals each in this month's girls weightlifting state championships. Their uplifting story is inspiring everyone on and off the mat. Camano's lifts came with a heavy heart. My father passed away four days before states, and now I get to live his legacy and his life through me and do amazing things that impact other people um, and inspire people. She broke the state record by lifting 255 pounds and now has her eyes set on the Olympics. And Ariana Durham wants girls to know they have a world of options. 
I'm hoping that if other like little girls are seeing and watching, they're like, I want to do that because anything is possible and you're not limited to what anybody says. Oh, we're watching. You go, girls. Nicole Camaño and Ariana Durham, tonight's Heart of America. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.